2: peyton come on over because we're still waiting it's movie night and we're both gay it's hard to find a movie that way lucky for you we found a few it's queer movie
0: night. hi, hi. welcome to queer movie night i'm deb and i'm peyton and um
2: today we have a very special guest um wow i'm blushing
0: who is um, it <laughs> Tell me I'm dying to know. I'm dying to
2: know. <laughs> I'm so tired. Um oh. <laughs> and this is so awkward. I don't know how you did this with Kayla. Um Uh today's guest is my boyfriend Brian Pember.
1: Hi. Welcome Hi. on. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> Very welcome to the pod.
0: <laughs> oh, this is a big day for all of us here at Queer Movie Night. Yeah. I've this never is met Deb's Brian.
1: first time. Yeah, uh, yeah I've never met me Deb. Yeah. Seen
0: plenty of pictures. All good.
1: <laughs> We're waiting oh, yeah. mean, for Star- I've tuned <laughs> in, you know, I tell Peyton every time, <laughs> you know, she's the funny one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he's the eloquent one that knows how to actually speak correctly. Yeah, no.
1: <laughs> yeah it's like, he's got the big words on lock.
0: Yeah. I really think we balance each other out. You know, it's comedy. It's an amazing team. It's film. It's conversation. You know, it's
1: very queer.
0: It's very queer. I missed the most important part.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, Thanks
0: for being on the podcast. Very excited.
1: Yeah. yeah, It's a big honor. I've been bugging Peyton to let me come.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. I'm so excited. And I've never, I don't want to get to it too quickly, but I've never seen the movie that you chose.
1: Oh my, so neither really had Peyton, and I was shocked, because it, you know, it was just one of the movies in the the LGBT, you know, movie tab on Netflix way back when. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I must have missed it know somehow. it well.
0: I know. I, I recognize the, the cover immediately. And yes. I was like, oh, it's yeah. that Juno Temple movie that oh. I... Never seen. By the way, but, she's, like,
1: oh, super British. I did not know that until, like, yesterday.
0: I'm super impressed with her accent. Okay, sorry. We jumped into I didn't know she was
1: British either.
0: Yeah, do you want to like take Lasso?
1: boarding school, like,
2: never did anything like this. I haven't watched Ted, Ted Lasso, but she's on there.
0: So good. She's great in it. I also knew she was British because of the movie Atonement. Accent.
2: Oh. She's the
0: little girl from Atonement. And also, I saw her in a movie called Cracks Whoa. with Eva Green. She's the villain ago. of Atonement. Mm-hmm. She's, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, no, Saoirse, Saoirse Ronan is. She's like also in it. Do you know? Oh, Temple. okay, okay, okay. But she's like a little bit older or something. I don't know. I haven't seen Atonement in a long time, but I was obsessed with it in high school, which is a very <laughs> dark movie to be obsessed with. I haven't um, seen it, but I know <laughs> I know what the premise is. It's good, but like <laughs> I mean it was like my Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> it, was big. it
2: was big at the time. I feel like it was big for people our age
0: i don't know why maybe it's because of like the sex scene is like an iconic sex scene
2: yeah where it's like being and kira knightley
0: yeah and he like he like like boinks her up against the library like a book like a wall of books in a library and the actual shot of it is is like i feel like a classic Hi. shot in cinema. in cinema we're not here to talk about its own bit y'all <laughs> Um, <laughs> I brought it
1: up. <laughs> hey, you know and if it comes about, up again, it, this is a journey.
0: I promise I won't. <laughs> I promise I won't bring it up. I might. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: okay. Um, we're here. <laughs> we're here to talk about Dirty Girl, a film from uh 2010. Um, that's not a porno, even though it sounds like one. Um, and, um, Brian, we usually, I mean, obviously you'll to the podcast. What we usually ask is, um, you know, how, first of all, how did you get into queer film in general? And then how did you, uh, what was your first experience with this movie and why did you bring it to the podcast?
1: Um, so, way back when when netflix had that tab of lgbt movies i had this group of friends who they would we would get together and we would watch them like i think ah but i think but i'm a cheerleader was the first one we watched like we watched like mostly the funny ones but like we even watched like patrick 1.5 and like (laughs) mostly the like the concept (laughs) was to watch them to make fun of them um but, like, as a young closeted person, I was just like, well, I don't want these movies showing up on my, like, home Netflix, so <laughs> I'll just watch oh. these with my friends. Um, but, I mean, like, it was never, like, homophobic, make fun of them. It was more so, like, I feel like How all of the was... movies in that tab were extremely underfunded. Um, yeah. yeah. And oh, sure. so there's, like, funny, like, low-quality things to them. But this one, yeah, we, we just stumbled on it one night, and... I don't know. I think like a third of the way through it, everyone just got really invested and it wasn't so much about like making fun of it anymore. Um, (laughs) and I mean, even like, you know, it is is a comedy, but the end did have my friends like in tears. Um, like when he comes back in. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't, I'm like, I've, I think I've watched it like once or twice since, but like, watching it again for this is, you know, it's a lot different than I remembered, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, I, it just, it stuck with me so much because like, I don't know. It's not like, I mean, it's gay trauma and that like the daddy issues section, but like the whole movie isn't like constantly reminding me of that, I guess. I don't know. It was like kind of freeing to get to see them like run away and like be on their own and like have most of the movie be like, not under oppression for sure but yes Nance. and then all my dumb little friends No, i love them but i th- <laughs> i told them all we were watching it for this and like that i was doing this all and they all remembered it and were very excited and they're definitely going to tune in
2: <laughs> oh that's so
1: cute yeah we're we all still talk the three or four of us <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh that's so nice though
1: Oh, yeah. It's always nice to go back home, back to Pennsylvania and see everyone. (laughs) Is that home? Yeah, Scranton, Pennsylvania.
0: Mm. Good place. Nice. Scranton, Pennsylvania.
1: Oh, yeah, setting for the office, you know. World famous at this point.
0: I've been to Scranton.
1: Oh, I'm I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, well, if you've ever been to Green, Ohio, where I'm from, I'm sorry. (laughs) 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 Oh, no. No rip on Green. A lot of my friends listen to this, but... (laughs) <laughs> they're all the same you know <laughs> but they can't see us so
1: they can't see us
0: right now so Peyton what did you think of Dirty Girl
2: I liked it I had a fun time there's definitely I had some so much fun th- yeah yeah it's a it's a good time I'm surprised I hadn't seen it before I think maybe I think I do remember seeing it in the in the LGBT tab but I don't I don't know if it was something about, like, the way they wrote the synopsis or, like, because it, the picture was focused on a woman that I was just like, I don't know, maybe this isn't for me, um, mm-hmm. especially, like, at that time I was looking specifically for male on male films more so than lesbian <laughs> films.
1: Um and I was looking my, for that male on male.
0: <laughs> that I makes get you it. sound like I was, like I was just female watching gay porn. Female.
1: <laughs> yeah like, why are you going to Netflix for this reason?
0: Yeah I would type in female on female <laughs> romantic
1: like mlm on Netflix.
0: MLM <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. um, <laughs> <laughs> um uh but yeah, for some reason I just didn't watch it. Um, but I'm glad that um, we revisited it, and I got to watch it. It's an interesting um, movie for 2010. I'm not sure what else was coming out around this time. Um, Jennifer's Body. Another an- <laughs> another queer <laughs> queer yeah. uh, iconic film
0: with similar dialogue. Yeah, definitely,
2: um, definitely a similar outlook on uh, queerness in in both of these films. Yeah. So if anybody wants to do a double feature, these, these would go well together. Um, uh, But yeah, it's, um, I I did look it up. It is written and directed uh, by a queer person and I think, I'm pretty sure that the the actor who plays Clark is gay as well, which is really is. nice. Um, and something that we, thank you, Brian. <laughs> something that we don't see um, in most of the films that we've covered. Um, so that was refreshing. Um, do we want to go ahead and, or do you want to say how you, you felt? Cause you said, you said you have fun watching mm-hmm. it before we get into the,
0: um, I I definitely recognized the cover of it, and I don't think I ever realized it was a gay movie either because of just the picture of Juno Temple on the front. Um, but I was like, "Oh, this is gay!" when I pulled it up, and I had a blast. And wow, the cast is stacked. We'll get to that later. Yes, but every cast. person that came on, I was like, "They're in this. They're in this." Um, and I liked Juno <laughs> Temple a lot. She really does. I like her too. She's she very so good lovable in, this. This. She and I, in her lane for sure too. Yeah. And like very lovable, yeah. um, very flawed, but still mm-hmm. yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought she did a great job. I am shocked. I hadn't seen this movie before. I really liked it. Had a good time. That's what I have to say.
2: <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So this uh, this film takes place in 1987. Just like a quick comment from me, I love. I I I can't even bring bring up my words now because I just I don't know. I can't function. Um,
0: <laughs> I thought you were gonna cry. <laughs>
2: I am gonna cry it looks like I'm gonna cry because like I'm still waking up and like my eyes are super I'm sorry I made everybody record Um, early on
0: a Sunday morning it's my fault it's my fault (laughs) I'll own up to it
2: Er, early being early being 1045 (laughs) that is early on a Sunday
0: it's
1: it's basically noon at this point
0: yeah
2: Um, I love when movies are set in the 80s, but, like, I wish that they could use, like, an old camera or something. So
0: it feels because, like, like it. when it.
2: Yeah, so it feels like it's the 80s. I know that sounds so weird. No. But it's just so weird when it's, like, the 80s is so glossy looking yeah. to me.
1: That, I, I will say, though, that, like, that same thing is also what makes me think that the 1920s are in black and white. <laughs> so, like, maybe they want you to think that they look, like... <laughs> A little more real, but yeah, but thoroughly, but thoroughly
2: modern Millie is in color. Oh, thoroughly modern Millie is in very color. Very true.
0: Very true. <laughs> Love that reference. Okay. <laughs> Julie Andrews. Okay. Carol. Julie Chang. Andrews. Mm. Ma- Mary, Mary Taylor. I thought it was I really wanted... about to be
1: like Sutton Foster. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Sutton Foster. <laughs> Tony Winner wasn't even supposed to be the lead and then became the lead because the other lead got pregnant <laughs> and then she became a star. Right. The time, other right lead place, be baby. Susan
1: Egan. <laughs> I didn't know it was supposed to be Susan Egan. That's so crazy. Mm
0: hmm.
2: Yeah, the show was actually written for her, and um, that is she crazy. actually did play Millie after Sutton's
1: oh, run. I'm glad yeah. she got to do it. I'd be so mad if somebody yeah. wrote a role for me, and then I never got to do it.
0: I know. <laughs> yeah. At least she has, like, I mean, like, Susan Egan had has a great career. Like, Oh, yeah, like, she, it would, she's It would brilliant. be a bummer if it were somebody who, like, this was their big shot, and then they lost yeah. it, and then, I mean, it did truly make Sutton Foster a star. Yeah, I
1: was going to say, it became someone else's yeah. big shot.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. And I love Sutton Foster.
1: True. true. Oh, wow. Same.
0: Hard pivot there. And also when we were thinking of Mary Tyler Moore, I was, I could not get the name Mary Louise Parker. Out of, my brain. Out of your <laughs> that head. That's not Mary Louise Parker. <laughs> I was obsessed. I have that. I have Thoroughly Modern Millie. Not to brag. On DVD.
2: <laughs> I have it too. I don't.
0: Yeah, that sounds right. It's such
2: a fun, crazy movie. It's kind of, it's, different from the from the show but it's very fun i love it um wow sorry i love it too sorry one of those rare musical movies that like was a movie first and then became a musical yeah that is rare um yeah so the the movie takes place in 1987 in oklahoma city um and it follows juno 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 he's so tired i'm sorry everyone (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. Um, it's follows Juno Tempo's character, Danielle, who uh we see from the beginning of the movie hooking up with a guy in a car. Um, and she's known as a dirty girl. Um and she is she's like getting into trouble. She gets put into this um special education class, which they call the the challenge class or the challengers and the the principal uh is very um there there's a lot of really like troubling <laughs>
0: yeah just rip it off like a uh,
2: Trump yeah there's a lot of troubling <laughs> dialogue and, th- and things in this movie of like just, tr- just sort of to I think it's no I know it is to give us the idea of like. The environment that these people are growing up in, and and I'm sure it comes from the uh, the writer's experience growing up. But um, the principal calls the the uh, the special education class. He's like he's like you have to join this class because you're being disruptive. But then you can go back to hanging out with the normal Ugh. kids, um, which is problematic. But it's obvious that the the principal is not supposed to be a likable character.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, There's a lot of the f word. That in a shocking a shocking yes. amount of yes.
1: yeah from from our protagonist as well. It <laughs> I was sitting there <laughs> yeah. like, I didn't remember this.
0: <laughs> she says it more than yeah. anybody else does. Yeah. But also, yeah. like Which, it's such a fucking thing with movies that were made before t- like 2010. It happens in Jennifer's body exactly. a lot too. Or like just like the R word. Yeah. Like this is well, shocking.
2: And at this time, yeah. And at this time, like I don't think it was I think it was like right before probably people stopped. And they were like, this is really fucked saying up. We
0: it. stop saying this.
1: And it's so yeah, funny because there is a like resurgence sim- of this word now, of like sort of reclaiming yeah. it. So, mm-hmm. like, maybe reclaiming this movie can it, yeah. Gain relevance again. But, like, yeah, it is definitely not, not used in a nice way at no. any point.
2: <laughs> well, and it. And it's being used by like a cishet white woman as opposed to like like Clark. I don't think Clark uses it in the film.
1: No, it's um, like it definitely was just like a horrible insult at the time. So definitely mm-hmm. would yeah. wanna tempt that water.
2: <laughs> yeah. But it, it, if I think around the same time, like people were using the R word mm-hmm. and like like it's it's that type of it was, you know, it was just the climate. At and unfortunately, the time. It was like all of um, the
0: teenage movies, the comedies from that time. Like it's in so much of the dialogue. All of it's yeah, shocking. yeah.
2: And I think in this film, like the fact that she uses it so much, I think it's making like a commentary on like, you know, and also like her character makes a journey. Like from the beginning of the movie, she has a different attitude towards Clark than she obviously does at the end. Um, So I think it is like making a commentary and, um, you know, about, Oh my God. I hope that this is compelling at all to listen to,
0: (laughs) but (laughs) I was like hanging on. (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's like <romantic>. i know <laughs> oh my god about how people can change and like you know um making a commentary about how like even people that we like and people that are good to us can make mistakes and like say the wrong things um and i think that we get that a lot with danielle um <clears throat> so she meets clark in this challengers class um and they get the the teacher assigns a project for where everybody gets the bag of flour and they have to take care of it like it's their baby did he, did either of you have to do that never once. i never had that
1: <laughs> my home ec class was i was kind of jealous days. i kind Every of wanted bear
2: i wanted to do it i wanted to do that project but we never had um home ec or whatever that class was um, so they get assigned a baby and Danielle does not want to do it. Um, but Clark is like, come on, we should do it. Um, but she ends up hooking up with some guy instead. Um, and yeah, I don't remember what happens, but they get, they get a bad grade because of it. And then they decide to work together. Um so then we we sort of start meeting their families. So we meet Danielle's mother, who is Mila Jovovich. Is that right? Did I say it right? Jeho- is it, Jeho- Joe.
0: Is there an H in there? I always said it Mila Jovovich.
2: Jovovich. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, she, she is not I I don't know why witness. I said. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's what I was thinking of. I don't. I haven't seen her in much, but I know she's in the Resident Evil series and. Um, The Fifth Yeah, it shocked
0: me when I saw her. I was like, this is yeah. the last person I would have expected to be in this role. But that's why yeah. it was really cool. And she was great. Yeah, this
2: was a really fun role yeah, for her. Yeah, role... yeah. The original... That's oh, very good.
0: No, I'm just going to say, yeah. I don't know if she had ever done a role like this. Or this might be a singular yeah. role in her resume. Because yeah. she pretty much does yeah. one thing really well.
2: Yeah. It was really fun to see her, like, be sort of, like, really anxious and, like, shy and, and not know how to take care of her mm-hmm. daughter. Um, originally this role was given to Sally Hawkins from the Shape yeah. of Water, which In is the movie interesting
0: Smith. It's an old lesbian movie. Oh yeah, movie. that's a lesbian yeah. movie, right? <laughs> that's how I like,
2: I the whole never thing is on
0: YouTube. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the
2: whole thing is on YouTube. Watch it. Um.
0: Yeah, and she's in Spencer. She's in the the new uh, Kristen Stewart. Yes, Kristen I'm excited. Uh, I'm really excited to see that. There was
2: a new trailer recently. Um, there's my cat in the background. Hey, um <laughs> hey, oh, boy, oh, boy. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: um, and we find out um, Juno's mom is uh, dating this Mormon uh, played by William H. Macy from <laughs> Shameless. He's
1: a very just, opposite like, character for
2: him. Yeah. <laughs> um, and her uh, his son is actually like trying to hit on Juno Temple's character, Danielle. Um and she like does not want to be part of this family and she's really hyper fixated on this dad that she never met that her mom says abandoned them. Um and then Clark's family. We have I don't know who the dad is, but he's this homophobic guy. White Yokum. And then his White <laughs> Yokum. Sounds like a fake
0: name. He's a country singer. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and he was also. This film is very popular. (laughs) Very very popular because there's a big reveal of a country singer later that made me laugh out loud. By the way, (laughs) Dwight, you didn't see his name in the credits. (laughs) No, I didn't. So when he turned around, I genuinely laughed. Okay, but we'll get to that. Dwight Yoakam is like he was also in Panic Room. He was one of the bad guys in Panic Room.
2: Oh, I love that. I love Panic Room. I haven't, I haven't seen in a long time. Classic. I love a Jodie Foster vehicle. <laughs> you know, Sam. Um, and his mom is Mary Steenburgen, who is like America's mom. They just keep
0: throwing out, this is me with, with money. <laughs> but that's with the actors that they cast in this movie. Every time somebody appears.
2: And originally that was supposed to be uh, Lisa Kudrow. <gasps>
1: <Cudreau. laughs> right? I did the same
0: thing. <laughs> what? Honestly, I love both I know. of them so much yeah, so if, yeah. if lisa couldn't do I it, i feel like mary lisa
2: kudrow would have been a fun oh my god yeah, lisa yeah. would have been, been so a, good fun.
0: i love lisa kudrow she's yeah, one of my favorites yeah. but also mary steenbergen um, is one of love my mary steenbergen well. so too. if they if lisa couldn't have done it mary was a yeah. perfect person to jump in it's yeah. so
1: funny how like stacked this cast is for the most part because the two main characters yeah. had not really done much before this yeah. Jeremy Dozier was literally just, like, a senior in college, and he, like, filmed his audition tape in his dorm room, like, between classes, Aww. and, like, they, yeah. and it took him, like, the director was saying it took them years to find the kids, like, they, like, lost all their money doing Aww. it, and,
0: Whoa. yeah, oh, Juno wow. just,
1: like, walked in and, like, did it a certain way, and they were just, like, yes, we're, we're done, you're set, Which and is they amazing. were just, like, so moved by Jeremy's tape, yeah. and they were, like, we're good to go.
0: And then, yeah, they just, they,
1: and then they tried the script with so many like stacked actors after that. It was just such an interesting, like (laughs) dichotomy, I guess. Mm
2: I love I love, um, I love Jeremy, the guy who plays Clark, I think. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a bigger guy in this film. And, um, I just like that. I love that we're getting this perspective of like a queer character who's like not conventionally attractive, like isn't. Um, you know, a conventional twink type that we would see like in film or, or mm-hmm. media.
0: Um, and Juno Temple is yes, very Steam. British and she does a very good Southern accent. Like, a I was hard shocked to hear her. She accent. does. It's
1: like very like RP, like very like traditional British. And she was yeah. like, I went to like an English yeah. boarding school, and I was Other just like, British
0: people do Southern accents. <laughs> I do. I feel like that's got to be the hardest transition for.
1: She said a it's the to do easiest. Like doing like normal American is like it's, much harder. Yeah.
0: Oh, I think
2: that. Yeah, I think usually when um, you ask at usually like in interviews and things when people ask. British people to do accents, they do, like, a southern or, like, sort of western accent, which I think it is, like, and I also think that is, like, their general like, impression of what America is like, which is so funny to me because, like, that (laughs) a lot of the times (laughs) that's, like, not what we're interested in. Nikki's telling us something very helpful.
0: Oh!
2: a lot of the vowel shifts. I didn't know any of this.
0: I'm learning something new today. A lot, of, a lot of the way that your mouth is placed for a Southern accent and a British accent is um, pretty similar, which is why it's a lot easier for them to shift to a Southern accent than just like a straight up American accent. I'm a big voice nerd, so um, I can hit you up with a lot of facts about it.
2: <laughs> That's awesome.
0: That is love very her. cool. <laughs> I had no idea. Here I am, thinking I it's the Thank hardest. And they and you're all like, you
1: dumb yeah. fuck. <laughs>
0: it's actually the <laughs> easiest.
1: <laughs> Can you not do a southern no, I'm joking.
0: <laughs> I'm horrible with accents. I'm horrible. I'll say, Mickey's right, great. They all come out the same. It's- <laughs> I've never heard you do it, but you're a great voice actor. I do know that. <laughs> I just go up on stage and I shake my boobies around and pretend to poop. And Same. people love it. And they're like, more, <laughs> more. More, <laughs> <laughs> more. No one's more. asking for a British accent from me. <laughs> if they get one, I'm going to sound straight up like Adele. <laughs> that, I mean, she has an accent, Adele. so Adele. you're winning. Yeah.
2: Oh, have you heard the new yes. Adele? It's so,
0: uh, didn't so know good. There was new Adele. I, you haven't? It's called there Easy is. on Me. It's really good. And you know what I love about it? It feels and sounds like classic Adele. Like yes. it, it. feels like she never left. It's still her same sound. That classic piano yes. that comes in. Oh.
1: I heard the cupcake <laughs> remix. Now that you told me the title of the song, but I did not know it was Adele.
2: Oh, Whoa. <laughs> I was about to say you sent me the cupcake remix.
1: <laughs> love a good cupcake <laughs> remix, you know.
0: That was fast. Fast turnaround.
1: Really, they up. they're oh, hard, yeah. hard out there. Those cupcake
2: people. Yeah, they're on it. Um, <laughs> another
0: tangent. What are we talking about? Oh, Juno um, having a southern accent. I was trying to the do the cast stats oh, yeah, they've yeah. spent years. Yes, yes. We yes. meet the dad. They <laughs> meet the dad.
2: <laughs> we meet the dad. Um through Clark uh talking to Danielle, we find out that the dad is also also um, physically abusive at times. Um oh, there's also a scene where um Clark is like getting uh sort of conversion therapy where he's sort of like not full conversion therapy but being shown pictures of like naked people and being asked like what his favorite breast is (laughs) which is funny
1: his his confidence (laughs) in answering like that i was just it's so funny because he's such this like quiet (laughs) and like shy nerdy kind of kid but like he knows who he is to his core, that he is a mm-hmm. sassy gay. Yeah. Um, he is just waiting for the, the moment with which <laughs> he can release it.
2: <laughs> I love it. Um, and then uh, Danielle finds out that her parents are going to get married, but then with Clark's help, she finds out the identity of her
1: real father. Which um, <laughs> and. Like... I love how she assumed it was someone she went to high school with and then it was a coach of the football team.
0: Fucked up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was like, Yeah. It
0: did make me laugh when they at first they couldn't figure out who it was. And she goes, Yeah, I wasn't that excited about the idea of him being a pedophile. And then he ended up actually still kind of being a pedophile.
1: And like she she was just like she still it. She was like he was the
0: assistant coach. He had to be like if he was like an assistant coach and they were similar in age, I feel like he had to be like twenty one. Yeah, yeah it's so like yeah. some
1: kind of college-age kid studying, like, physical education. That's like,
0: not as bad as, like, a middle, as, yeah. like, a full blown, As, like, a,
1: like, you know, the gym teacher.
0: Right. But still, yeah. I was like, but uh, he still is a pedophile. Still ball. kind of
1: murky. <laughs> yeah.
0: Still, still, but still Always a pedophile. <laughs> always a
1: pedophile. Always a
0: pedophile. Kayla's like, what the fuck? Because oh, she Lord. only hears my end of it. 'Cause she can only hear your part. Not that what we're all doing is better to justify it, but we're all singing about pedophiles, babe. It's a
2: trend. It's okay, everyone's Everyone's doing doing it.
0: it. (laughs) That's what Peyton said.
2: (laughs) Uh, I'm glad she's she's gonna love me after this. She
0: does. She loves she Uh, loves Peyton.
1: Who doesn't? I love that. Who doesn't?
0: Her. Sorry, that's my dog. Oh. With all the blinds. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so sorry, Nick. He's doing, he's doing like
2: some, he's doing some like ASMR, like. Yeah, that's a good boy.
0: That's a good boy. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good boy, B. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. You
2: just cut that. <laughs> <laughs> just cut that part out. Um... <laughs> Um, so Danielle gets on the outs with her mom and there, she sort of has this hunger strike because she doesn't want to be a Mormon. Um, and then her mom and dad and his kids or her mom and her mom's fiance and his kids go on this trip that Danielle doesn't go on. And she decides that she wants to go find her father and then, what? I'm blanking what?, <laughs> um, I'm blanking on, oh, oh, the uh, Mary Steenbergen finds gay porn in Clark's room. and she, and she tries to hide it and throw it away. But uh, Clark's father finds it too, and he is like on the rampage. like he's he says he's like gonna kill Clark. Um, so when he gets home and finds out, like, he run, he runs away. And so they decide to run away together. Um, and so they're going on this road trip to go find, uh, Danielle's real father. Um, and after they're gone, um, Joseph, his father tries to, like, find out what's going on. They think he's at Danielle's house. Um, he breaks into the house. And so then he is arrested and he asks uh, Clark's mother, Peggy to bail him out. But she, because he's like behind bars, she fi- decides to take a stand and is like, I'm only going to let you out. If you're going to promise that you're not going to hurt Clark, which he does not do. So she's like, leave him in there. Um, amazing mm. moment. And then um so then she basically has until Monday before he's gonna be let out because that's when the judge is gonna be in to, to see him. And she goes over to meet Danielle's mother. And then we go, go back to Danielle and Clark, who are um on their road trip. Um they're heading to California because that's where her father lives. Which they found out. I'm all over the place with this plot thing. They found out because they went to his original house, and a gay couple is living there. And they gave her the information of like where he was, um, and they gave her his mail, which had been backed up, and they had not forwarded. I really
1: love the portrayal um, of them um, as just these like of the they gay just couple. Really want to see yeah. awful things happen. They really just like <laughs> yeah, because they, yeah. Well, they hate. It.
2: because they did not like her Daniel's father's new wife. (laughs) She was like, really. And she did not like them. So they're like, Oh yeah. Like you're his long lost daughter. This is really going to piss that bitch (laughs) off. (laughs) These like two catty gays. It's really funny. Um, the yeah the the portrayal I mean Clark's portrayal is very good but um some of the portrayals of the gay characters in this movie are a little um, on the nose. <laughs> the
1: caricature <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Um, Clark's is really the only one that gets super fleshed out. Um, on the way to L.A., they run into this hitchhiker named Joel, um, who is portrayed by Nicholas D'Augusto, who have you seen him in anything before? I looked
0: up his stuff and I hadn't. I mean, he like looked vaguely familiar, but
2: yeah, I know him from fired up, which is like this teen sex comedy where he and this other guy pretend to be cheerleaders. So they can go this cheer camp to hook up with girls. But he's been sure. on a few other things. That sounds right. He is really. This is in Final <laughs> Destination right.
0: Five, and the show oh. Gotham. Sure. Nice. He was in Election <laughs> apparently. Masters of Sex. Oh yes. Hmm, yes. Okay. Okay.
2: Did you watch Masters of Sex? No, I always wanted to.
0: Good. I like Lizzie Kaplan, but.
2: Yeah. Me too. Me. Um, But anyway, he's this really cute guy that Clark really has a crush on. And um, they find out he's an exotic dancer. And um, Danielle is sort of like discouraging Clark having a crush on him, but he's having one anyway. And they share this like campfire uh, scene. It reminds me a lot of um, My Own Private Idaho Mm
0: -hmm.
2: when they have the campfire. Um, And... Uh they Danielle and Clark sort of uh, encourage him to to show them his act and and he doesn't want to at first, but then he goes ahead and and does a strip tease and then he invites Clark to join him in the car when Danielle is gone. Um, but then the next morning when they wake up, um when Clark wakes up, Joel is gone. And for some reason, Clark blames it on danielle because danielle didn't trust him i guess initially um and so when they move on he's he's angry and then their car breaks down cut back to uh oklahoma city and joseph clark's father is being released um and they just oh there's a Uh, while they're gone, while they get out of the car to find someone to pick up their car, a police car pulls up and finds the car, which has been reported stolen. So then once, (coughs) once Joseph gets out of, sorry. Once Joseph gets out of jail, he finds out about his car and finds out where they are basically. And so Clark, And Danielle are going to get their car picked up. And it comes out that Danielle, because they're saying cash or card, Danielle's saying we're going to pay with card. And Clark's like, no, you're not using my dad's credit card to pay for this. And it comes out that she doesn't have any cash anymore because she paid the exotic dancer Joel to hook up with Clark because she wanted to repay him for helping her out um and so clark is like really upset because he felt like joel really had feelings for him um and sorry also while this is happening um mila joe <laughs> and mary Steenburgen. Yeah, if you're listening we're sorry trying <clears throat> i'm so sorry i'm sorry everyone um have discovered what Danielle and Clark are doing because Danielle left the mail. So I hope you all have seen this movie because I don't know how you're following this. Um, (laughs) They decide to try to go get the kids before Joseph can get them. And they show up at Danielle's birth father's house. Um, So they somehow, well, they took a plane. So that's how they got there before them. Um, and so then Clark and Danielle are having this disagreement. Clark finds out why Joel hooked up with him. And then while they're getting back to their car, um, Clark's father shows up. Oh, no, 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 wait. I'm totally missing something. Across the street is this <laughs> bar that's having a strip contest. <laughs> and Danielle decides to enter the strip contest because to get the cash, that the, they the, whopping get the, the whopping
1: prize
2: of $50. The whopping prize of $50 for the strip contest that, a, a a minor girl is entering for grown men. <laughs> 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 um, but I guess they don't know she's a minor, but still, um, to get $50 so that they can get their car. Fixed toed and fixed. And the bartender's like, no, believe me, like these men are not gonna enjoy it. And she's like, oh no, I'm I'm gonna make them enjoy it. So then Clark's telling her, like, please don't do it, like you don't have to do this, whatever. She gets on stage and is is really working it for her life, but like Like, she is bombing this audience. (laughs) She's being booed. (laughs)
1: people's <laughs> men are like no and
2: me like the second and then steps up there <laughs> while, while she's on stage Clark realizes that this is a gay bar and that's why she's bombing and so she is like Clark you have to do it you have to get on stage and Clark's like no, no 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 but Clark as we've learned earlier in the movie and as I have kept hidden from the listeners because I forgot to say it <laughs> is a secret dancer <laughs> And dances alone in his room. Um, And so he uh, gets on, finally, like, with her influence, gets on stage and starts stripping and, like, living his life and, like, really, like, getting into himself and, like, the audience is loving it and they're probably going to win. And that's when Joseph uh, comes in and Clark's dad and is like, what the fuck? What is going on around here? And um, and they have a big fight. And then Clark, uh, for his part, is like, is like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to him. Like, Danielle, you go, like, get to your father. And um, and so we see Clark um confront his father, and his father starts like hitting him. And then Danielle's like running off, which is like unfortunate, but that's what happens in the film. Um, and then she uh, gets on the bus. Uh, she uses the money to buy, to buy a ticket on the bus to get the rest of the way there. Um, and she uh, goes to the house. She meets Clark's mother and her own mother um, who tries to keep her from going inside her father's house. But she runs around to the back. And we, the great reveal that her father is a young Tim McGraw... <laughs>
0: when he turned around and revealed his face i laughed
1: they really wanted that to so be like much. the reveal of the movie
0: i know they were like remember him from the blind side just made about a year ago we're gonna guess Was the blind side before Actually, i don't this? know now that he said that maybe it was after i think it was yeah. after it
1: i like um, to think it is but i forgot that he was the dad that in the blind was 2010 side after <laughs> having seen it like
2: oh no
0: wait 2009
2: so it was a year that's before right. that's wild
0: yeah
1: and
2: McGraw looks so young he in does. The,
1: I was reading the, the writer like wrote dirty girl like as like a college project about like his personal yeah. experiences growing up in Oklahoma
0: oh
1: um so it's definitely yeah, not and, like and, like a, of, and <laughs> they definitely didn't write and it out like the friends side. yeah
0: yeah, <laughs> I feel really inspired by Tim McGraw on the Blind Side. I'm going to write.
1: I feel really inspired by Tim McGraw on Dirty Girl. So I'm so inspired go. by Tim McGraw, Impregnant a high schooler. He's oh, don't put, that, don't put that in! Don't put that in. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: and he seems pretty nice. His like wife is like, don't talk to her. Um, and he's like sort of getting to know her, and then Danielle finds out that he has this other daughter, who um, is Elsie Fisher is from eighth, eighth grade, by the way. <gasps> yes, Elsie Fisher from eighth grade. I totally mm-hmm. forgot, but I knew it when I saw the movie. I was like, "This cast is stacked." Even though she she was like, just wasn't a kid at the time, at the she time, didn't but, know. <laughs> yeah, about to be a star in a couple years. She didn't know she was about to be a star. <laughs> star. <laughs> um, oh, eighth grade. I what know. a good movie. Um,
0: full blown almost anxiety attack watching it in theaters by myself, which I'm sure everybody did. Oh.
2: Yeah. It's just so like that movie so visceral. Um so basically she meets her father who like seems like a nice guy, but like he makes it clear that she can like not live there. So like she basically has to go back to her mother and return home. Um, and so she gets back home and, um, she starts seeming to make an effort with her family and she visits Clark's mother who tells her that Clark's Clark's father has sent him to military school and that, um, Clark's father has moved into an apartment and they're separating. And Danielle basically tells her like, I think you're making a mistake. Like, I think Clark would rather be here with you. And then Danielle gets taken out of the Challengers class because she can now return to the normal people because she's making an effort. Um, (laughs) And she signs up for the talent show and decides to sing Don't Cry Out Loud, which is Clark's favorite song. Oh, which
1: earlier in the movie, Um, Clark had asked if they could enter the talent show. They could listen to that song. Oh,
0: yeah. Learn how to hide your feelings. Oh, I used to love that song because Diana DeGarmo sang it on American Idol. Oh,
2: I know it from uh, Drop Dead Gorgeous. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> um, and as she's uh, in the talent show singing the song, she gets emotional. And then Clark shows up in his uh, military regalia. From military school and starts singing the duet with her. And um, they finish the song together. They catch up. He is, um, he reveals that his mom took him out of school. Um, and they're hanging out together and they're friends and everything's good. And then they drive off into the sunset. And that's the plot of the movie. Wow.
0: Ooh, you made it through it, buddy. track. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like we like, it's the journey.
0: You know, that was a real journey. Just, um, I'll just say exactly what you would all assume. I would say I very much so shipped the moms. The
1: whole, oh, I was waiting the whole yeah. time, especially when she was like, "Yeah, I, I think his father's gonna like get an apartment on his own." Yes, I
0: was like, yes. I was like, and they held hands on the plane and they got close. I love
2: the, I love the moment when um when Mary Steenbergen is is coming to tell them that her son is missing. And the M. William H. Macy is yes. like freaking out, like, "What about and me? Like, what about me?" About and you. she's like, "Shut up! This isn't about mm-hmm. you." I
0: love that. Only I thing is, I I feel like we should have Mila Jovovich. Like, I wish she would have broken it off, but she had the like William H. M- Macy's daughter with her in the last scene, right? Yeah, is that who that yeah was? I, I like yeah, to think, I think their love she... is
1: genuine. And that's why Juno, like, yeah. like, Danielle doesn't really understand it because she like doesn't believe men can
0: mm-hmm.
1: be capable of that.
0: I just didn't want them to force her to still become a Mormon.
1: Yeah. I guess that's I not don't, something they touch I don't think on, they Yeah. yeah. I, like, I like to think that, that they
0: didn't. I would have. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. like Mila. I don't think they did. Mom.
2: Yeah. But. I would have liked, I agree, I would have liked some clarity at the end to know like w- what that situation was. But it seemed was.
0: healthier whatever the situation was. It seemed like they were all Exactly.
2: Happier. Yeah.
0: Um,
2: yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah, I love How they tried to um, signify another- that she was like more pure by making her wear like a shirt that really covered her up in the end. But then they still have <laughs> yeah. her in like the same shorts from the opening scene. Shorts. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. it's just like, you know, you can't take the dirty out of the girl.
0: Yeah, I didn't want her to, like, be completely <laughs> watered down. You know, she, I want her oh, yeah. to still have her yeah. personality. And...
1: Yeah. <laughs> she, I mean, I, that's, and that's something I loved about her, is that she, like, just knew who she was the whole time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like, she, yeah. like, she had a journey, and she discovered things about herself, but, like, she, she, def- she liked who she was. It wasn't like she was like, I have to be a flood because I hate my dad.
0: That's a good point. <laughs> it was, like, this normal- empowered female... Yeah, and that's, for like, sure. The writer
1: was just like, I really just liked mm-hmm. powerful women like that in my life, and I I wanted to to write one who was powerful like the whole time, mm-hmm. even with everything coming at her.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. I didn't even think about that—that that there wasn't like one of those moments where she realized, I'm not actually bad. I just do I just do bad things. <laughs> I'm not a drinker. And then girl. that, that like, last scene with girl. the
1: principal—it's kind of just like. That feeling, you know, we all had in school, where you just kind of, like, trick your, yeah, <laughs> your teachers into thinking that you're just, like, a normal, good kid. Yeah. Yeah. Like, meanwhile, I'm, like, evil and queer on the inside.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't, we all, evil? don't we all agree? I, I all am
1: the it. queer-coded villain I've always dreamed of being. <laughs> you know, I, I've attained <laughs> that goal in life. It's fun. Oh, yeah.
2: I did want Danielle to be, like, they are normal kids to the principal, but that was like you're asking, asking a lot too much of of movie, I think, <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> End of Danielle.
1: Yeah, she. She. You know, she's <laughs> still. In a she, did, world. she didn't make the whole journey yet. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, something I also d- didn't uh, mention in the synopsis is that the whole time Danielle's working on their school project while they're on the oh, trip, yeah. and we see the, the bag of flour, like, emoting to, like, what's happening, which is, like, a really fun... And the,
1: the very creepy um, part at the end, where they, like,
0: animate the smile. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: the, the bag of flour is smiling. <laughs> so her working on the project is what influenced the principal to, to say, like, oh, you're really trying, and um, you're really trying to do something. Mm. Um. But yeah, what are what are um what are our initial thoughts? Any scenes that stood out?
0: Fred?
1: Oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> no. I'm not gonna force you to talk. No. I just don't want to um, go first.
1: <laughs> so I definitely like watching it with my friends. I was like, I was deeply invested, but like you don't want to like give that when you're still in the closet. So I remember just like watching it. But all the scenes where, like, Clark is in his room by himself, like, dancing, or, you know, like, looking at his, his, like, pictures that he has, I was just, like, you know, you know, we've all, we've all been in our rooms with the headphones on, and, like, listening to the song and, like, you know, dancing like no one's watching, and I think like, hmm. that, that is what I remembered of this movie, and, like, that's why I wanted to, like, bring it in, and then, like, <laughs> going back and watching, and I was just, like, yeah, I definitely did, like, block out a lot of the, like, more problematic parts, but, like, I don't know, there was there was something about like her like buying the night with Joel that like equally disgusted me, but I'd also like never seen anything like that in a movie before. And I was just like, that's a very like interesting thing to put this like high school student through. And I'm now realizing like I never like with even with the strip contest, I never had a moment where I was like, Clark's a minor too.
2: <laughs> I was like yeah. with
1: Danielle. I was like, "Oh, like she's a minor," and then he gets on stage, and I'm like, "No, like get it, like do the dance that you always wanted to do." And like mm. now I'm thinking, like, "Oh, like maybe we should have been more concerned for our hero."
0: <laughs> but he was so mature too, though. Oh like, yeah, and,
1: like that's more mature thing, than her. Maybe, maybe we just situation. saw you're her kind of like forced to grown up more.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe because of that, we saw him differently. I mean, I feel like I saw him less of a high, as a high schooler than
1: her oh yeah and especially with how like honestly she was going about everything and how like Uh he was he was the one who was thinking of every single consequence the whole time um and like actively voicing it all and like kind of having that idea of like i know what i need to do to get by in life um Uh like under the radar
0: yeah
2: yeah And it is an empowering moment for him. I mean, it's definitely double-sided. Like, he is a a minor. And um, I think that that this movie does a... um, Brings up an interesting um, quandary of, like... um, Sometimes, like, we have to go through, like, murky waters to make progress, I think. Um, uh, But uh, that... He is the one that, like, is always thinking of the consequences and, like, all of these things. And, like, really, I mean, like any good buddy road trip movie is, like, the two main characters have to learn something from each other. And so, obviously, Danielle needs to learn to, like, take some responsibility and and try to make things work with like what she has and like and and realize like the love that she already has in her life with her mom. Um and Clark needed needed to be able to like let go and, and not worry so much about like what other people think of him. Um, and I think that that scene was really like gave us a really clear idea of like for Danielle, I think the movie Very purposely made it made us feel uneasy that Danielle was doing this, but then also made us feel happy that he was letting go, Um, and and that that I think that was probably deliberate on the on the filmmakers side. Yeah,
1: and I'm glad there was no like weird scenes where like the guys from the bar were like getting up and like you know getting around them, and they they just kind of like let Mm -hmm. it be a supportive moment. But yeah, while we it was literally just like while we were talking about it in the plot earlier, that I was like, huh, I never really really had that thought about him yeah yeah you're right they they kind of and that's true
2: like yeah the the guys in the bar don't seem to be like viewing clark like in a in like a sexual like lascivious way there's they sort of seem to be supporting him in in a different way which i think um helps us helps us swallow that idea the giant
1: confederate flag really threw me though I was like, the true, gay bar, true. confederate flag? Okay. I was like, are you trying well, to be like this RuPaul
2: disguised? did RuPaul did wear a confederate flag dress in To Wong Fu. Thanks for everything. Julie uh-huh. Tamar. <laughs> Yikes. Um, good one. Good flick. Good reference. Good flick. Good flick. Sorry, good that's my
1: dog. More free ASMR.
2: um something else that i wanted to sort of discuss is that and we sort of talked about this in our book smart episode of when we have these films that like focus on two characters um and one of just for our podcast specifically when one of them is queer and one of them is straight sort of um who is the main character in this film and, and does it matter um and I think obviously the movies called Dirty Girl, the poster is just of Danielle. And and I mean like the whole um, journey is
1: like, uh, like on on surface for her. And like to and the exactly. plot is like revolved around her. And he is literally yeah. the vehicle.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um so that's sort of um Where was I going with this? <laughs> um, I guess it's sort of like while I was watching the movie, I was sort of thinking, okay, like, is this... Obviously, this film is queer, but like, can we consider this the uh, a film... Um, that is following a queer person's story when it's more focused on the um straight person but i will say that i think a lot of the time um a lot of the focus did go to clark's side of the story we we got equal i feel like we got equal screen time if not more of his um parents journey as opposed to her family's journey um the, just the, I think the the one time it fails is that we don't see what happens um, when the two are separated. We don't see what's going on with Clark when his father finds them, and then and then he gets taken back home, and that all that stuff we kind of learn from other people from from um, things that happen off screen. And I kind of wish that we'd seen a little more of that. Um, but I do realize that this, at the end of the day, this is Danielle's story, and that they didn't necessarily promise that we would get both sides of the story. I don't know how do you, how do you guys feel about that?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah i I, don't, I wonder if 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 it needed to be. I mean, because I even thought about that. He's not even on the cover. Or is he on the cover? Yeah, or, no, but like it's, it's
1: just that like zoom in of her with her- like the the pop art sunglasses. Yeah,
0: but the yeah. story feels more about him, and I even wonder if it's like logistically it was just easier to make this movie and sell this movie at this time. Yeah, I feel it, it, was, if it focusing was focusing on, focusing on her, That's on a good her point. but really the writer was like, but really it's a story about him.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say because he he says yeah. it's about his experiences as growing up gay in the yeah. in this town, and so like clear and like clearly like Clark's story is i mean especially for all of us a bit more like i don't know like urgent like touching and like hits closer to home Whereas, like danielle the whole time we don't know we don't know anything about the the dad or like if it's if he's gonna be there and it's it's just kind of like you you want it to work out for her you're just kind of like assuming it will and then like we kind of get yeah all these things about clark we didn't expect
2: Mm -hmm. and the stakes are higher
1: for clark yeah and I, I, I had yeah. that scene at so the end where they come, where Juno, where Danielle comes to Clark's mom and she's like, oh, he mm-hmm. will be okay. I was like, I kind of wish I knew like the severity to which he was not okay at that point. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though like yeah. he was already at the the military school and such like,
0: mm-hmm. you know, like
1: what, what, you know, like how, like what was really going on there? What happened when he moved out? Like how long was it before you decided yeah. to bring him home?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I don't think they wanted to make that like too too much of an emotional time, because like even when he gets back, like he enjoyed his time at the military school because he got to be a dirty girl.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) The all boys school—that is a fun part. And I think um, it, even though it deals with really heavy content, it is still a a comedy. Um, Yeah.
0: Maybe it would have been too too intense to show what yeah. happened to Clark once his dad took him back home. To, like yeah. Keep the energy of I mean mm-hmm. cuz there's there's I mean it, there's a lot of like sad things and emotional things that happen and dramatic things that happen, but at the end of the day I think it's a comedy. Oh yeah, and it's Maybe also like it a pretty just, yeah. long
1: movie and we were like I that you're two, already like right at the end at that point. Over 2 hours.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I I also wonder if if this film was like made now, like if it would have opened with Clark instead of opening with uh, um,
1: yeah.
2: opening with Danielle, because it
1: yeah, I feel like nowadays it would be marketed as a gay movie. Mm-hmm.
2: Because yeah, like, yeah,
1: they sell now too.
2: Yeah, yeah, and then at the time it was more marketed as like he was like her gay sidekick. Mm-hmm. Um, and like it does come across that way in some of the plot points, but but the the film does seem want to does seem to want to for the most part put equal relevance on his story as as opposed to her. So I just felt like that was something that um, we should talk yeah. about. Um, any other moments, additional moments we want to talk about before we um start closing up and rating the movie.
1: Oh, the soundtrack was great.
0: Oh yeah. Great soundtrack. Oh yeah.
2: There's all, a the, good, like, soundtrack songs, all
1: the good like bedroom songs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I love the, um, the moment when they're naming the bag of flour, she wants to oh, name yeah. it after Joan Jett and he wants to name it after <laughs> <Yeah>. Joan
0: Crawford.
1: <laughs> and they, like kind of brought up a joke about like the gay gene. <laughs> -hmm. It's real. Yeah, it is real. Yes, there is a gene in me that makes me think Crawford when people say Joan. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And also that he references Joan Crawford and says she was a Hollywood starlet child. To the class.
0: (laughs) Yeah, to the class.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And that he would want to name his daughter after (laughs) 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 her. Uh, um yeah, fun time. Um thank you so much for sharing this. This was oh, fun I'm time.
1: I'm glad that I was so glad neither of you had seen it. Um I
0: know. That
1: like warms my heart that I was able to like introduce this movie to people because it's meant it's meant a lot to me for like a long time now.
0: Well I'm so glad mm. that I mean I really, really liked it. I had a great time watching it. And you know what? It was long, but it didn't feel that long. And that's pretty amazing no it didn't yeah there's, um, there's, two there's hours, some part, yeah. like Seven before the on. road
1: trip starts where i was like we're getting yeah we're like about halfway through this movie and the road trip hasn't started yet but that whole as soon as they hit the car it just kind of mm-hmm. all like barrels towards the yeah. ending
0: yeah
2: it feels like an it feels like a ninety minute it does. movie. it does which is amazing
0: yeah
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah so, um, here on Queer Movie Night, we um, use uh, two different um, rating systems. One is the Vita Russo test, which is an established um, media metric for uh, films um, dealing with uh, queer representation. Um, it follows three rules one, that the film have queer identifying characters, which this one definitely does, um, the second rule, that these characters have uh character traits other than being queer um i would say clark is definitely a fully realized and character only and <laughs> and only clark <laughs> and there, we don't really know what joel's deal is if he's actually queer yeah, or not and, and the um, couple
1: from the house oh, yeah, and the yeah. couple yeah, yeah. <laughs> being yeah. mean and gay um, is their whole thing
0: yeah i believe they were
1: real <laughs> <laughs> well, i know people
2: like that i believe they were real <laughs> but we don't get to see any other part of their character. Um, And then the third rule is that removing these characters from the plot would change the plot significantly. I think that they could still tell the story without Clark, but it would definitely change the plot to remove him from it. So I would say it it would pass the Vito Russo test. Um, And... Then the second test. So we've been starting to do this thing where we rate it on different scales based on the movie. What, I, what
0: kind of scale we should, should we have use decided for that this? Before we started this. <laughs> the dirty scale. We uh <laughs> the dirty scale. How many bags of flour?
2: Yeah. How many bags of flour will we rate this movie out of six? Out of six. Uh, how many babies? Dear. When she said dear. I don't know what she says, like "Dear Diary." I always think I thought of, um, you know, Waitress the musical. Yes. I was thinking, "Dear yeah. baby," <laughs> <laughs> because she she talks with that kind
0: of mm-hmm. accent.
1: <laughs> Love Waitress, both um, the movie and the musical.
0: <laughs> movies, yeah. <Sharing. laughs> Carrie Russell. I
1: have
0: that on DVD. I do too. Aww. So do I. <laughs>
1: I got it at Walmart oh. in the in the clearance bin.
0: I'm pretty sure that's Queer I'm sure icons. that's where I got that's where half of my movie collection yeah. is from. Is hey, you know,
1: if it's cheap, I'll probably enjoy it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Put that on a t shirt and sell it on Etsy, babe. I'd buy it up. <laughs> 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 no, wait, what were we talking about? Oh, the rating. The rating.
1: The, how many rating? bags of flowers? Yeah. How, how many, many? flower babies?
0: <laughs> I'm gonna give it five. <laughs> well actually, five and a half. I'm going to okay. give it five and a half because I really loved it. Um, I just wish it were more centered. I feel like I wish it were more centered on, on Clark. It was, but yeah. I want it to be like, just, I yeah. think his story was, sorry, I just shook my whole desk. Uh, no, you're good. I liked Daniel. I just was more invested in his story. And I feel like the movie was actually more about him. Um, yeah. But I really liked it. So I'm, yeah, I'm saying I'm saying a five point five
2: out of six, babe. Yeah. Maybe like yeah. The, the excessive I I word give... like
0: use of the F word in a in a <laughs> non-positive reclaiming the word way is like also part of why I'm gonna
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I would give it um a five for the same reason. I think that um even i don't even know if i would feel differently if like the title was something else like if the title was something that dirty like people. was inclusive yeah. of both of them yeah, dirty people dirty people <laughs> or like if it was like the gay and the dirty girl i don't even know <laughs> like gay. something that like that's not that's a really bad title but like if it was something that encompassed them both i might have came into the movie seeing it as like a a buddy comedy that it sort of is trying to be without like going into it with like these horse blinders of like, okay, the movie is about this girl. Um, because like in book smart, like it's obvious that it's about both of them for me at yeah. least. Um, and so I don't know. I think something, I think definitely something in the plot or the the, the script could have made it. And I wonder if, like some of that is on the cutting room floor. Like these are just scenes that were filmed, but we didn't see, but um, that made it more about the both of them. But I, I really would have liked that. And the, um, the language does bother me, but I think p- part of it is intent, in or I think it is intentional and it didn't bother me as much seeing like where they're from and sort of giving us an idea of like how hard it is to like move out of these conventions and like, and the, the way, the ways that they were raised. Um, But um, I don't know. It's a fun time. I I really liked it. And I feel like the, the film got a lot of things, right. Having um, a queer voice being the writer and director and having a queer actor play the the leading uh, queer um, character, really helped make its case for me I think.
1: Yeah, I really I can't see too many other people playing Clark.
2: Yeah, no, not at all. I can't see Ben Platt playing <laughs> Clark.
1: I don't and know if he doesn't the
2: see
0: himself or. playing Clark. <laughs> <laughs>
2: God. How about you Brian? Oh, um,
1: <laughs> Yeah, I mean I am gonna, gonna put my nostalgia goggles on. I had a fun time talking about it today. I'm gonna give yeah. it a six. Um Yeah,
0: you should. Yeah, yes. yeah
1: it's it's definitely it's one of my favorite movies. Um I think like I think I love Danielle a lot, and that's why I'm totally fine yeah. with like Clark taking, I guess like on paper a more minor role, but like when you're actually mm-hmm. watching the movie, like I feel like like we were saying, I feel like they're pretty balanced in like screen time and like. And Clark's story becomes a lot more um easy to invest mm. in. But also like at the time I, I had a lot of female friends and I, I was very empowered by them. Um and so yeah, I just I I just love the idea of you know a gay and their their female powerful friend having a great time together or having a dramatically mm-hmm, yeah. gay like great time together. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, nothing wrong with that. <laughs>
2: Amazing. Um you can uh if you want, you can follow us at Queer Movie Night on Instagram and uh Facebook and Twitter. You can follow me at Peyton Cody Lynch on Instagram and Twitter. Uh,
0: and me, Deborah Duncan on Twitter and Deborah D Bag on Instagram. Do you have anything? Nice. And what about and, Brian?
2: Um, yeah, do you do you have anything you want to plug, Brian? Or, I mean my Twitter is um, just kind of be screaming into the void. So you don't have
1: to go near that. But my Instagram <laughs> is um it's Spadoodia, S-P-U-D-O-O-D-I-A. It is the combination of all my cats' names. I have Aww, three. <laughs> their ship name. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Their little party name. <laughs> um, follow me on there. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't go to my Twitter. It's not worth it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nobody follow Brian on Twitter.
1: I have like maybe a hundred <laughs> followers and it's, I'm not really there for the people I'm there because I want to complain sometimes.
0: <laughs> Great. You use it for however you want to use it. I love exactly. that. Exactly.
1: My name and <laughs> picture aren't on it. So. Yeah.
2: Who cares? <laughs> well, thank you so much for bringing this on. This was such a fun time. I'm so glad. Thank you, you
1: all you for on. having me, Deb. it's, uh, Deb, it's been such oh, a pleasure goodness. meeting and talking. to You too.
0: You. It's mm-hmm. been a long time coming. I'm yes, I've very...
1: been telling Peyton, I'm so excited to meet you. And though through Zoom, I hope we can for real one day. I
0: know. I know. I know, I haven't seen We've Peyton in person in such or a long something. time.
1: Double date. I know,
0: I can't a even remember. double date? Okay, fuck me up. Love double dates. Yeah, Love double dates if it's, if it's with a good couple. And obviously it's a good couple, so.
1: <laughs> we, we can have a queer movie night.
0: Oh, yes. and I will sing the song. Before we start every movie,
1: <laughs> we we'll stand up will, in front Taylor of And Kayla and I will sing it too, but like our version.
0: Yes. Oh, your cover. The cover yes. version of it. The, the fan version. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> that sounds perfect. I love it. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Um, we'll be back in a couple weeks. Thank you so much.
0: Bye. 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 Well, it was like a harmonized. Slightly